Mike and Josh Teach Sasquatch proudly presents Ruffian, one of the greats. A restless dame, even the Dark Lord would not speak her name every time a little different. So you cannot predict when she is coming home to a home she won't recognize. And when you look in her eye, you see it's falling from the skies. We are just borrowing, borrowing. We are just borrowing, borrowing to build our little empires. Pray we miss the brush fire. Oh, we are just borrowing, borrowing. We are just borrowing, borrowing to build our little empires. Pray we miss the brush fire. It was the afternoon of July 6th, 1975. The air was electric, as the beginnings of 50,000 spectators swarmed Belmont Park, everyone anticipating the great match race. Now the great match was weighted with not only who was the better horse, but which was the better sex. Who is better? Colts? Phillies? Men? Women? This age-old question was to be answered this day pending the results of Kentucky Derby winner, Foolish Pleasure, and undefeated Philly, Ruffian. Now I know what you're thinking. Squatch, are you really going to talk to us about a couple of horses? No, I'm not. I'm going to talk about the greatest horse. This thoroughbred was a magnificent genetic specimen, daughter of reviewer and shenanigans. By the age of two, she towered all her peers, Colts included. And early on in this great's life, she demonstrated a ferocious hunger for speed. She made her debut at Belmont in the spring of 74. All fans of the sport just witnessing the excellence presented by the one, the only, the legend, Secretariat the year before. All of the horse racing fans at the time believed in their hearts that they would never see such greatness such as his again. Who knew all they'd have to do is wait just one year. May 22nd, 1974, Belmont Park. It was a five and a half furlong maiden special weight race. It's cleared who was the one leading the pack, our girl Ruffian. Billy bullied her way to the front and kept going. Pulling away from the herd, she ended up winning her debut race by 15 links, tying the track record at Belmont. Quick side note, every single race this lady had partaked, she either set or tied the track record. Every single race she was in, she was always on the lead at every point, and she never once trailed a horse. At her second race, the Fashion Stakes, she was competing against stiffer competition. Yeah, she won by seven links. Astoria Stakes, nine links. Sorority Stakes, two and a half links to Hot and Nasty. Hot and Nasty came in second. Do you want to know how far third place was? 22 links. She goes on in August to Saratoga Racecourse, taking first place at the Spinaway Stakes, one 12 and three quarters lengths, and setting a record of a minute and eight seconds. So here's the part where I need to calm down just a little bit. All of these wins were during her career when she was just two years old. But unfortunately, greatness does come at a price. After the spinaway stakes, the next morning one of the stable hands noticed she didn't eat much, had a cough, and they also realized she was oversensitive on her right hind leg. A veterinarian was called in and performed scans on her leg. 
turns out she had a hairline fracture that developed during their race the day before. During an interview with her trainer, Frank Whitley, he was questioned if it was true that the fracture came about during the race. His response? It did happen during the race. She was just a couple strides from the wire. When asked why she waited to show any signs of pain, he replied, She's a tough filly and doesn't like to show any weakness. Due to this injury, Ruffian ended up missing the rest of her two-year-old season. But her glorious five wins that season were convincing enough to win her the Eclipse Award for American Champion Two-Year-Old Philly. She was also voted Two-Year-Old Horse of the Year by Turf Sport Digest, as well as 1974 Philly Two-Year-Old Champion. The greatness of this filly was almost palpable. Five wins, she was named number one. T truly astonishing. But it wasn't over for her yet. Ruffian started a three-year-old season with an allowance race win. Then on April 30th of 1975, she went to the aqueduct to compete in the Common Leaf Stakes, yet again setting another record at a minute and 21 for seven furlongs. After that, it was on to the New York Triple Tiara, if you guys don't know much about horse racing, that is the Philly equivalent of the Triple Crown. The Triple Tiara started there at Aqueduct with the Acorn Stakes on May 10th. She went into the race as the 1-10 favorite. I hope your grandfather put his money on her because she trotted away with a victory of 8.5 lengths and yet another stakes record at a minute 34 for one mile. Next up, Ruffian had the Mother Goose Stakes on May 31st back at Aqueduct. The gates opened and Ruffian not only blew away the competition, she torched the previous stakes record for Mother Goose, winning by 13 and a half lengths. The whole time, her jockey, Chiquinto Vasquez, didn't even push her. Two down, one to go in the tiara. Belmont Park, June 21st, 1975, the Mile and a Half Coaching Club American Oak. Ruffian returns to where it all began, Belmont Park. On June 21st, Ruffian came in the favorite at 1 to 10 again. As the race played the course, she took a six-length lead in the backstretch, but the herd closed the gap to a single length during the far turn. In the final stretch, she persevered and pulled away, getting the victory by two and three-quarters lengths and tying the stakes record at two minutes, 27 seconds for one and a half miles. As they come to the final 16th, it's Ruffian in front by two. Equal change is second, it's Ruffian in front. Listen, I told you she was the greatest. This lady had conquered all, undefeated at 10 races, traveling from five and a half furlongs to one and a half miles. On average, winning by eight and three quarters length, setting records in each stakes race she did. Now, I did forget to mention one thing. After seeing Ruffian just torch all the fillies she came across, fans across the country wanted to see her go up against the boys. She had the chance to race the Triple Crown, but her trainer, Whitley, refused to do so. Instead, she went and swept the tira. Whitley wanted to wait a little longer to test Ruffian against the boys, but her owners, Stuart and Barbara Janey, wanted the glory. Ruffian was requested by the New York Racing Association in an effort to help the dying sport get back into the limelight to race against all three of the Triple Crown winners from 75. After this was gaining popularity, the owners of the Belmont winner, Avatar, backed out, leaving it a three-horse race. One on two just didn't sound right, but luckily enough, the Perikines winner, Master Derby, 
was bought off with the amount of last place prize without even racing. No L and a big payout, hell yeah. From four to two. This went from a four horse event to something everyone was clamoring for, a match race. A match race between the tiara and the crown. The perfect ruffian versus the Kentucky Derby winner, fullest pleasure. Now there have been their match races before with the girls and the boys, but that, not like this. This was something different. Another quick side note, Ruffian's jockey, Vasquez, yeah, he jockeyed foolish pleasure as well. When it came to picking a side in the crunch, he chose Ruffian, stating he appreciated foolish pleasure's heart. He just believed Ruffian was the better horse. So back to where we started, July 6th, Belmont Park. 50,000 men and women gathered at the course wearing t-shirts and pens showing their support for each horse. In the air hung that age-old question, who's better, guys or girls? Even with all of that, it just boiled down to a horse race. At the gate, both horses calm, waiting patiently. The starting bell rings, gates swing open, and they're off. Foolish pleasure with a step ahead takes an early lead. Within seconds, Ruffian on the inside takes the front by a head. As these two majestic beasts barrel down the backstretch, Ruffian stays in the lead by a head and starts to pull away. At the quarter mile, tragedy strikes. Ruffian has broken down. Ruffian is stopped. No one can be quite sure what had happened. If you watch the clips of the race, you can see a couple of pigeons on the track, and as the racers close the gap, the birds take flight. This could have caused the distraction and made Ruffian lose her step, but she had broken down nonetheless. Foolish Pleasure finished the race while Vasquez fought to stop the filly. She didn't care if she was hurt, she was going to finish the race. Once Vasquez was finally able to slow Ruffian down, he leapt off of her, and he tried to help support her until help had arrived, but to no avail. The panic horse circled her jockey on the track. When the ambulance finally got there, they put an air cast on her leg, and when they were putting the cast on her leg, they realized that she had completely pulverized her leg. Nothing but dirt, blood, and shattered dreams. They loaded her up into the ambulance and she was taken to an equine hospital just outside the racing grounds. The bones in her right foreleg had snapped. Into surgery she went. Unfortunately, since she broke down in the middle of the race, Ruffian didn't get a chance to cool down, and this caused her vitals to fluctuate during the procedure. She did make it through surgery. As she came to, though, awakening from the anesthesia, everything went downhill. She started pumping her legs as though she was still in the race, thrashing around in a panic. Ruffian ended up breaking another leg. She wasn't stable enough to undergo anesthesia again. Through tears and hardship, the Janies and Whitley agreed to have her put down. After her passing, she was awarded with a great honor by being laid to rest under the flagpole of Belmont. Now there are other horses that are buried there at Belmont Park, 
but Ruffian is the only fully intact horse that was laid to rest. Even in death, her nose is pointed into the finish line. The story of Ruffian is a great one. It is a great inspiration and it is a great tragedy. To all the horse racing fans that have ever followed her, uh, then even just look back upon her story, knows that she was one of the greats.